Hello and welcome to the Rathpeakin Pinecast. This week's episode was so much fun that we actually had to split it up into two parts, believe it or not. The O'Neill clan joined Cormac, Dinny and myself for a chat about the club, the community and what it means to them. In part one we get a surprise history on duty dances, rounders at the foot of the Galtee Mountains and we hear what it was like to grow up in the O'Neill household. Part two will be out during the week. In the meantime, sit back, have a drink of whatever you like and enjoy the show. everyone cheers cheers lads welcome to the the fifth episode now geez we're five episodes in it's mad um so each week myself and dinny and Carmack are talking to different people within the red peak and ga community and a pillar a family that is a pillar of the red peak and ga community serving us hot whiskies and everything is the o'neill so how are you all getting on but no Hello, lads, how are you? Good now, thanks Thanks very much for joining us. How are, how are you getting on with all these lockdowns and everything? This one is tough. Yeah, it's, it's gone on a bit tough. long now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, getting more difficult, yeah. yeah getting used to the technology, though, in fairness to you, um, Alice. You're, you're, you're managing it. And just about, oh, just about. <laughs> it would be very bad when we couldn't manage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's brilliant, to be fair. Everything is on Zoom now. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. No, it's one great county final with Dad, like, you know, down in Nighting was in... Um, to talk to each other. Oh, whatever, Rat like, Cormac, wasn't it? Where that was... Yeah. yeah. Know, yeah. Got, if Alice got hold of you, Donald, you'd cut his hair too, would you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got the head off him. <laughs> well, come here to me. Um, we'll start off there, Sean, with yourself, I suppose. Sean, what's your history yeah. with the club? Back in My the 60s history, or something? history, I remember the club in 1963, and uh, when Gerd McCarthy was the the chairman that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, your father will know, know actually that the time that we played the, the Junior B City Division final against Glenview. He would never remember that now at all. But Brad um, <laughs> Peak were winning by a point about four minutes ago. And the ball went back back behind the goal post at the city in in Ballinlock and didn't the game boys cut the ball. <laughs> and actually geez, we we had no other ball, so they couldn't finish the match. <laughs> <laughs> Gav McCarthy, this will give you an idea now how good they were. One day we were um, cycling back from Ballinlock a Friday evening, Friday night, and uh, there was three or four lads with the in the group cycling back, and they were with Gav McCarthy. He was the, co- the coach chairman of the club at the time. <laughs> when they came home, anyway, two of the lads had no lights on their bike. <laughs> And Jesus, didn't he give me a summer two days after? 
Don't tell anybody, lads. He must be dead. Were you playing yeah, that game, girls, son? And in lucky bag. Your father remember that now, actually. Sean, when that did you say? 63, you said. 63 or 60. I'm not sure. 63 or 64, maybe. Before you did your leaving. But the club that time, they used to be about, I'd say we'd have about 35 members that time. Did you? It's the same now. And George, no, and John McCarthy. <laughs> no, all the, all the, the young fellas. The young fellas that are left now, right? They were all very involved in the club. And what grade, what grade was the club playing at, um, Sean, back then, did you say? We were, we were senior A. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm only cutting the We were junior B. <laughs> I actually believed you there, Sean. I believed you. When you... That's all I remember in senior A, Sean. Hey, you're very gullible. <laughs> <laughs> Believe not in what you hear, only half what you see. Yeah. <laughs> it's very we're, true we're, these days, Sean. Where, where, where did you play on the pitch, Sean? I was playing kind of forward. I was only a, a, a Mickey Mouse player. <laughs> but he was great. We used to have a, a great time. Exactly. And we so, used to train over in Georgie Ravens is bogged now by, by Mr. Creedon's place. That was the training pitch in the bog. Behind um, we, Declan McLean's house. We'd been great being at the way it started. <laughs> uh, yeah, by um, John V's house, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the bog. We'd have been great race horsemen. <laughs> we're training the bog. <laughs> that, that field is on a slant, is it? Where, where you would have trained. Like, I presume yeah. you played uphill and downhill. We, we were always against the hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was Conor Farber, Conor. He was top. He was top of the hill. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time, Master Creedon in Ratpeakin. He used to have the pitch in the school, and there was a, a gradient up to the top. And if you were playing up with the hill, we'd we used to always play first against the hill. And down, and Mr. Creed, one time, they had they made up a little league of Nafir mm. Bullock. We were the two of their Dannon and George Redden and Oliver Hickey were something else, some other names. But John Fitzgibbons and myself, and I think it was Willie Sullivan, we won the league anyway. And I was taking a free at the lower side, and uh, he said, Stop. Mr. Creedon oh. says, I said, that Freedom took on you. Well, he gave me a clatter. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I hate bad grammar, like. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what, Sean, we'll, we'll have to bring in Alice here, but before we do, uh, I want I want to ask you, obviously, you Mama, know, myself... Hold on, hold on a minute now. She's a, a foreigner, like, you know. I, and that we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, like yourself. We're gonna talk about that. So that's that's what I want to ask you, Sean, right? Because I am a foreigner here, right? But the the O'Neill name is is a good strong name, right? Yes. Yeah. And you know, my 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 dad, um, 
would tell me that uh, we came um, originally from the six counties and we yeah, were asked no. to politely, yeah, politely leave and we politely left and went down to Mayo and eventually ended up in, in, in County Loud. So do you, have you got a similar history with the O'Neill yeah. name? In, of the O'Neill in, in the Bethlehem Sale, 10, yeah. 14. We, we, wow. we came down from Ulster, yeah. the Bethlehem and oh, crowd were too lazy. Didn't go back no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is, Sean. Like when us O'Neill men come down here, I have to say the women are very nice to us. So it's oh. very hard. To ah. <laughs> oh. So that's why you stayed. Oh my God. But, but listen, Alice. Um, can I bring you in? You, you're not a Cork woman yourself. You're. I believe you're a Limerick woman. So oh yes. So, yeah, so we have to ask you, how did you, um, how did you end up here in, in Rappeakin? Um, uh, how did that happen? How, how did it happen? By, well, de by default. <laughs> um, first of all, I was um, working in Manchester and I got a transfer back to Cork, so I ended up in Cork. And then the I went to a mock red G uh, dance, a field evening dance in Mitchellstown with my sister. And I spent the night giving duty dances. I don't know where you come from. Would you know anything about duty I've dances? I've never, was... never heard of them. Te give us, tell us, what's a duty dance now? Neither, neither have I no karma. <laughs> <laughs> These giving dances to neighbours because I had gone away oh. from home and I couldn't refuse a neighbour. And right. I said, all the night was spent giving dances to neighbours, and I said the last dance. Well, I said whoever asked me to dance now, this dance that I don't know, I'm dancing with him. And Morris Mulcahy, the orchestra was playing. Yeah. Your buck on uh, here. Asked hey, me to dance. come with Rock Hudson came along. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me to dance, and the rest yeah. is history. Then. Very good. That well, was it. The duty dance sounds like um, the slow set near day. I think it might be the equivalent. Uh, the I just equivalent I just googled it there, Cormac. The the duty dance was a no kneel thing from the north. And Alice, um, rumor also has it now where we do our homework here on the podcast. Like we, we do our homework <laughs> that you were once uh, a really good camogie player. Um, is that true, or could you tell us a little bit about your playing days? No, it would be more rounders. <laughs> <laughs> in the presentation in Mitchellstown, we don't want to mit mention Mitchellstown now at the moment, but um, yeah, That's rounders I used to play. Rounders. Not camogie, I never played it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carmel, you, you have your facts to smile around. It's funny you mention rounders. Keen, you'd one yeah. job. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry but about Alice, that. actually, it, it's funny you mentioned rounders because that, <clears throat> and I might have my facts wrong again, but rounders was a big thing back in the day, more so than it is now. Um, oh, you don't oh, see rounders played that often. No, and I would love to play it, but I was playing the primary school at the foot of the Galaxies in a place called Anglesborough, some people call it, and oh. I was playing so well that my dress split. <laughs> 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 
Got a home run that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did that because when, when I met Alice, you know, I said to Philip, PJs, I said, I could jump Peter's roof, but I fell at the Galtys. <laughs> <laughs> how, 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 how long are you married, guys? Too long. I've two nights since it's done. <laughs> 41 years. I tell you what, you're as lively as lively as it was one year if it's forty-one years. Oh, you don't know the half. I probably don't want to know the half. <laughs> it's, it, it's some duty dance. <laughs> yeah. Forty-one years. Forty-one later. years later. Well done. Well done. So, Enbury, uh, growing up, what what was it like growing up? The four of you all together, were you best of friends or? <laughs> Uh, madness, really. <laughs> yeah, it's fair madness, all right. <laughs> it was a busy house. I, I, I used to follow Paul around anyway, because he was the nearest to me. And then Donald came along. Yeah. And then was our baby. I was mine, just Molly Paddled. What's the order? Yeah, Paul, myself, Donald, Katrina. Sorry, Alex, Best to last. Off. So I got blamed for everything. And if Paul didn't get blamed, I got blamed second because I was the next girl. <laughs> and the other Paul tried to get murdered. And we all could do anything after that. <laughs> yeah. You was fairly busy, all right, then. Like, and, like when you'd be at home, there was always, I suppose, like we with the trucks and with the farm, you'd always be doing something. And if we weren't there at home, we were either playing hurling or football, or else we were over in Cronin's working as well. Like so, we'd um to be fairness to Cronin's there, we'd be very close to them as well. Like so, we were always busy like at home. It was never a dull house anyway. That's definitely no, it's and to never be an empty house. No, and you would not be sitting down if you were sitting down. There was something wrong. Why aren't yeah. you doing something? <laughs> Get up. <laughs> And Katrina and Amory, would you guys have been as sporty as, as the two boys? Did you guys do any sports as you were growing up? Um, no, I was a disaster anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you made in recent years. <laughs> yeah, I, I only got into running like when I was what late twenties. So yeah, no, no, I wasn't into any sport. Whereas Katrina, you played camogie, didn't you? Yeah, I played with the Glen for a bit and air I was always doing something basketball or but I suppose in my twenties then I wasn't as active, but then the running came along as well. So just just on that, the um Katrina was probably the toughest one. If we Donald and myself could be pocket around off the back, and if Katrina played, one of us was bound to get injured and Katrina would be the one that did injure us. With, with Katrina, it didn't matter whether you were a footer away or 65 yards away. The ball was coming at the same speed like it didn't. <laughs> she, I think she'd have been a brilliant camogie player if she stayed at it. Oh, I, well, no. No, that was a very short stint. <laughs> I wasn't too long at the... I couldn't get the ball over the, the 
Yeah. Through the pose, the crossbar. That's it. I can't even think the name. Sorry. I, I'm uh, I found that this... hard now keeping the ball over the crossbar, so I, I kind of left that after a while. <laughs> So you're you're more uh, you've got musical talents, Katrina, as, as we know about. How did you go down that route? Are you a musical family? Like you know, could you guys be the Von Trapps in uh, uh, what's that? Uh, the, the, the music. Or, I as, say as I'm flying the, the flag solo talents? for them. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. And shouting now than singing. Dance, dancing. I have a five-month-old that thinks I'm a very good singer at the moment, and that's as far as it goes. I say. Once <laughs> you also think you're one of the Beatles. Katrina, yeah. <laughs> did you get did you get your music talent from your mum and dad, or was it just something you picked up, or? Um, no, I'd say maybe granddad, ma'am, ma'am's dad would be, he'd be always kind of joking and singing and a bit of dancing, brush dancing or whatever. Um, no, I don't think. Brush dancing, we know it well up in, in Loud. We'd always do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was always, and the brush would be passed around as you did the dance, you'd pass it to somebody and they'd do it. And then it was the brush choice and you could pass it around. Yeah, I don't know, that's lads. It, don't, that's don't, it. Don't, Sean Donut Corp, you stands with a woman, like. Let's get a shift. Sean, you'll have to go over and show him how to do it. But lads, do you miss the local square on the pubs and everything, don't you? You would, yeah, Sean. It makes an awful difference to people, I really. Uh, you'd yeah, miss the yeah. chats oh, and you're, you're just meeting people and just having a general conversation about nothing. Yeah. And, oh, all, and all the local news and, and everything. All the local, you'd miss it all. Oh, yeah. No, you won't. And that's where all no, you the matches are won in the pub. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, sure. They're the, the, the one and lost in the pub. You're right. <laughs> yeah. We should talk a little bit about the club, though, lads. I know it's um, Paul and yeah. Donuts. I suppose, Paul, first, when did you start playing for the club or? Well, we, we used to play underage, and when we came out of Rapid, came into national school, I suppose, we always had a good team in the national school, like Skinner Skull and stuff like that. And I was kind of between classes, so there was the year above me, you had Brendan Hearn, Kevin Hallisey, Trevor O'Connell. Um, they'd have all been kind of good players in Skinner Skull, and then in my, my class, there'd be only one or two that would have been in, in the kind of format. And then you'd have Richie Reardon, Emmett Lee, he would have been there, um, Owen underneath us as well. Um, Kevin would have been there, your brother, and Paul would have been with Brendan as well. So we always had a good, there was a strong core there all the time across nearly three years. Yeah. Like, And then, then we'd have went on to, I suppose we played underage up to under 13, I think, maybe under 13. And then after that, they kind of disbanded. I remember George Reardon used to have the car full with fellas, like they'd be, you could have. I remember George taking the whole team in the car one time, like <laughs> the match. Um, the whole team was in the car, like, and it was great times, like, because the amount of effort that Dave's put in and everything was brilliant, like, and you just love it. And then you had kind of there was the, the street square leagues in Blarney, or they're, they're for the kids, like, over in Blarney GA, and, and we'd have a team with Kieran O'Keefe over there then as well. and that that was kind of then we'd come back to Rapik and again after that. But uh, between the ages of 14 and kind of up to 18, I went to the Glen then and I was playing with the Glen for a good 
couple of years. And then after that, we came back to Rapik and Brendan was in there, Kevin Hallisey, uh, Richie was there. And a lot of us came back then, like, as we um, kind of got older. And it, it was our, Rapik was our team always, like, you know, so we kind of come home. And when we knew everybody was getting back together, it was like the school teams then again. Yeah. And you had older lads then as well that were, was that kind of a collective decision to come back to Rafik? And um, it sounds like a, a number of guys came back at the same time, or was it just kind of one by one? It was. It was more, more uh, like the way the school went there. No, the way I was calling the names. That's mm. the way they came back a year earlier. And then if you knew they were back, the lads would get on to you. Like we were. There was a good. We were already playing with the Glen Blarney or Napier. Really, that was it. If any of the guys that were originally Rapik and they always kind of went there. So when when we started getting teams back together, then the club, we knew that we were back on the fold again, I suppose. Like it was always our team. Even from I remember going to the 1991 county final with dad, like down in, I think it was in um, uh, Rackhamock, wasn't it? Where that was yeah. played. And like I'd remember all the guys, like that was a great day. I remember out in the pitch and everything, like for that, like it was madness, like. I was only young for it at the time, but it was great. But um, we kind of, that's where it started really with the locality again. Uh, and ever since it's been the locality, like you're, you're playing for the local, for your local yeah. team. Like, so although you, we, you went to the Glen and stuff, you kind of always knew you were coming, but you'd all, everybody would always come back to Rappiken. Whether you were playing with Cork or whatever, they'd always come back to Rappiken, no matter, you know, always for a stint. Did you go to the Glen as well, Donald? Or? No, I, I suppose, up to under 13, it was similar to Paul. Like, I'd have played probably two years. I'd have been 11, kind of playing under 13. And then there was no team after that for us. And I went down. To, uh, there was a couple of years that I did nothing. That it was under 14. I started with Blarney then. And I was down Blarney for un- hurling until four or five years ago. But football, I came back up when, I think, in minor... I kind of retired after before minor, and I, I played a couple of years football with Blarney. With, with Katrina, with it didn't game. matter whether you were a footer or was it? Yeah, or three. I came back to Rapikin then, and left again for two years. Back down to Blarney for a couple of years, and came back up then in 2011 for football. Yeah. So, so were you on that Blarney side or involved with that team? So that went to the All Ireland and stuff. Was it the hurling? Oh. Or- Thanks, yeah. thanks, Denny. Oh. I, <laughs> I played. I was. I was on the panel, the intermediate panel, for twelve years, with one gap year in the middle. I went to Australia right. for three months. That's the three months that I decided to leave. I didn't know that. No, so but we'll, when, all... when I decided the the start of that year that they won the All Ireland, the county in the All Ireland, I booked my tickets for Australia, going with the cousin and that. So I kind of gave up playing with her that year. Did all the running in the muck and shit at the start of the year. And then I said, there's no point if I'm going away in the summer. So packed it in. And um, the, the, point, the point cast team won't shy away from the hard questions, Donald, you know. So that's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, is that like, do you so regret that decision? Yeah, no, I don't re- regret going to Australia, but I, I would every time that you, you went to Johnny's below, you see that All-Ireland pitcher up there. Yeah. Like, no. The team yeah. was excellent yeah. that year. I wouldn't have been starting, but you you'd have been pushing yeah. hard during that yeah. year for it. Like it's yeah. um, sh- one of these Sean, things. 
Sean and Alice, like, did you guys go and watch them playing when they were younger? Um, you know, in their teen years, did you? Were you? Uh-huh. You probably were taxiing them to and from matches, but like, okay, would you watch yeah. them? Oh, we were. Yeah. But I decided at um, a young age um, that I wouldn't. Later in life, I don't ever go to their matches because I'd be too worried in case they get injured or, uh, we, you know, I, it's just. <laughs> We we'll get on to Paul in a minute, Alice. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's interesting oh, because yeah. my mom is was the exact same as that. Now she wouldn't go to to watch me play uh, in case I got injured. Um, now my dad would go, and you'd you'd know he was there. Put it that way. Um, but my mom, she just couldn't go and watch it. It's it's no. interesting you say it because my my mom wouldn't miss a match. She was at every uh, my first game for a peaking championship game was playing against the Glen up in Mayfield and it was Kevin I think Paul you were definitely playing it was a hurling match and Michael and Kevin were playing against us yeah. you know so and she'd go to every game and she'd no matter what happened she'd she'd go to them you know so yeah yeah, yeah this is it oh yeah I, I'd be listening or you know I'd be very interested but and I always feel so sorry for Rat Peak and they put in such an effort, effort yeah. always training <laughs> playing the games so little people go. You know, the followers mm. are very bad in Rapid. Yes, they're very poor. Very poor altogether. I know here I'm talking myself, but for <laughs> that reason, I don't know. But I know Dinny Long Go Karma, the Rapid following mm. would be fairly big. They'd have a great following at mm. matches in the, in the 70s. Mm. I was going to say, Sean, we were talking last week to Mick Buckley, and he was telling us that. The, the meeting about the new club back in eight, in, in 84, I think. He said the community hall yeah. was jammed out the rafters. He said, the, yeah, do, yeah. You rem- do you remember yeah. it? Yeah. Were you there? I do, I do. I was there. Actually, the amount of people that came, but the amount of players, I shouldn't say this now, but the Glenn and the Pierce were always poaching the the good fellas. Liam McAuliffe now went to the Glenn, didn't he? Mm. And I think John. Carthy and uh, Georgie. Mm. Georgie went to the Glen as well. You know, the, they were all coming out and then the, the club would be only left with the media for like myself. There was no one came for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be like yourself, Sean. Only like... Alice. <laughs> yeah. You, you were doing the duty so dancing, the, Sean. The club that time, really. Too busy. The club that time, Carmack, they were, they were very, they were great to organise and to do things and take fellas to matches. Oh, my God, there was no problem yeah. with cars. They were great to, to ferry us all into John Heron, was a great man to, with the car to take us to Blarney or to McCroom if they were playing. Obviously, mm-hmm. car would be jammed with half the team. Yeah. My father would take yeah. it as well. It, it's certainly it something the club has struggled with to, to get supporters to, to come Jeez. lately, you know. Now, all right for the big matches if, if you're in a, a semi final or, or a final, yeah. you get, but it's, yeah. And it certainly makes a difference if you're a player and you've got supporters there that are, that are egging you on and yeah. cheering you on. It, it, it certainly makes a difference, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel I've lost my voice at matches trying to help you win. 
Go on, Donald. Years yeah. ago, there when Matthew, Matthew Carter started playing, and there was there was a few lads came on the bank to follow him, and I think John Vino and Ken Carter and a couple more like that. Mm-hmm. But like the extra bit of roaring from the line, it makes an awful difference on the pitch. Like you, it's, um, you yeah. act, feel the support like you do. Yeah. And I think players now this year, especially since there was nobody. You know, they, they all get, uh, they all realize that that the supporters are great, yeah, uh, for teams and everything. Oh, they are. I, I, I think one of the things that and it's not because of, I suppose, age like back in the 70s, I suppose, nowadays people so have so much more on and stuff like yeah. that as well. Yeah. There's so much entertainment on, there's so many things to be doing and that. Whereas back in the day, the mm-hmm. GA was the focus, do you know what I mean? That that there's was to do. Yeah, that was yeah. it. So it, it's a big difference, and I suppose it's a sign of the times as well. But as Mam said there, like you even see it in the soccer matches, like they're not the same even without the Fan. the no. fans. The fans actually make everything. Like fans make it. Karma with the club now, the hall and the venue over, it should be probably a little small things dances. Um, kind Dance. of dra- dramas or anything just to yeah. get the people around involved in the just to suck them into the mm. the system yeah. you know what I mean yeah. because that, that's that wasn't ever developed really the the hard the little hall over you know yeah. and it's a great yeah. facility it's near the city and yeah. you could be able to get a lot even like quite just now above the community centers unreal but sure the yeah. community yeah. It, is. Not, it is it's yeah. They find it hard as well yeah. to get um, people to support that. Trying to get it going. To get even to the AGM, to get out of the AGM. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, and it's funny, you, you mentioned the hall and it came up, I was listening to the Mix podcast, our podcast last week, and, you know, he was making the point, and, and, and I've, seen, I've, I've said it myself, it, like Rat Peak in such a small community, to have two halls, it's got the, the one at yeah. the GA pitch, yeah. and it's the one at the school, you know, yeah, you know, which is a pity. Um, you like to have one focal point where, where all activity takes takes yeah. place. I was you know, on the panel, the intermediate yeah, panel, you know, for that's, twelve that's years. With one but I was going to say, Paul, just to to uh, I was thinking of you during the week. Um, uh, when the GA were coming out with their new rules and the introduction of the sin bin, and I was thinking, how's Paul? How's Paul going to manage? Uh, it, that's exactly it. Was he going to buy a new pair of like warmers or something to get ready for the sin bin? Or, or how do you feel about that new rule coming in, Paul? I don't know. Uh, Brendan and my her- Brendan Hearn and myself will have to get um, an old heated seat each. I'd say that's kind of one of the requests I'll be having. Anyway. <laughs> we put on the new dugout, Paul, over on the other side of the pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I seen that coming in the other day, actually. Yeah, but I suppose. I suppose one of that's one of the things like you have like we'd be all oh, bring a couple of us be always on the edge of things, all right. But you need that as well. Like if 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 everybody's going, you need to be able to on the edge to get goals, penalties, things like that. Like yeah, um, it's always it's always kind of. And I remember one we used to be in the Glen Lake, and you either you if you're going for a ball, you're going for it. There's no point holding back. You get it. You get hurt otherwise. And it was always the case, I yeah. suppose, when Georgie did, or Georgie's all, was you said at us, like, if you don't want to get hurt, go for the ball 100%. Thanks for listening. 
join us for part two next week where we find out once and for all who is the better O'Neill brother. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. <laughs>